1 John 3, verse 17. But if anyone has the world's goods and sees his brother in need, yet closes his heart against him, how does God's love abide in him? This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Okay. Well, we got a we got a little I mean, this is a this is a sticky verse. Yep. Um yep. and so I very gut punchy. It is kind of gut punchy, but I, I wanna like I, I think we can I think we can take the next few minutes and try to dig down into some of it um to see, you know, what it might be saying and what it might not be saying. Okay. Um so it says if anyone has the world's goods, if anyone has the world's goods, has material goods, mm-hmm. and sees his brother in need, yet closes his heart against him, how does God's love abide in him? So the idea is that you you see you know and I I would put the emphasis on brother I think that's a kind of an operative word here yep. so I don't I don't think John is necessarily trying to address if you see anyone in need I do think he's trying to address if you see a brother or a sister in need and, and I would I would take this to you know familial language is used a lot inside the church and so. Um, I would see this to mean, you know, somebody in the church. If you see a brother or sister within the household of faith in need that, um, and you close your heart against them, how can God's love abide in you? Um, and so the other thing is that it says, it says you see a brother in need yet closes your heart against him. So it doesn't say if anyone sees a brother in need and closes your checkbook against him we none of us use checks anymore but like i think that's still like a his venmo it's yeah yeah yeah. and deletes your venmo app against him you know or or whatever um that god's love doesn't abide in you so it, it says that you close your heart against him how does god's love abide in you um so i mean presumably work with me here will Presumably, I'm more than happy to work with. Okay, you. okay, yeah, stay with me. So presumably, <laughs> you could you could see a brother in need, give him money, and yet close your heart against him, like mm-hmm. feel ill will towards him, and begrudgingly like meet that need. Mm, and yeah. so I I think even here it's it's getting at a heart issue. Because it's mm-hmm. talking about how it's talking about if we close our heart against that brother in need, how does God's love abide in you? Mm-hmm. And so I, I think the the right thing to do is that if you see a brother or sister in need, you do not close your heart against him, them. You feel compassion for them and you willingly meet their need or you willingly yeah. try to help them out. I, I think it's that is very that rings true to the heart of this passage because if you read verse 18, the following verse, hmm. little children, let us not love in word or talk, but in deed and in truth. And that word for truth, you know, is synonymous in the Greek with sincerity. Hmm. And, you know, I, I think that those, that's such a, wow, an important <laughs> duo. I can yeah. talk now, an important duo. It's not just the the deed of, of meeting a need. Right. But there there's the heart sincerity behind it. Yeah. And yeah, I I I do think that, that is is so important. And you know, there's there's this unavoidable truth in here that the call of Christ 
it it calls us to put everything on the line and you know like just reading this passage reminds me of um sort of the the offensiveness of the sermon on the mount when christ says that you know if somebody steals your tunic or steals your robe give them your tunic also if they Mm. force you to go one mile with them go two miles with them Mm. there is an aspect uh, of following christ that in which you you disadvantage yourself Mm. to to display the love of god yeah and you know that that's a hard pill to swallow but i think it's really true and one of the main reasons I think it's really true, besides the fact that you know Jesus clearly taught it, yeah, is that I see it true in my relationship with Christ. Mm-hmm. That you know, I, I think that the Lord has shown me grace. That you know, thanks be to God, I, I've responded to in faithfulness. But I also know He's shown me a lot of grace that I've taken advantage of and not responded to. Mm. You know, I, I think of the story of Christ healing. Uh, 10, 10 lepers and nine of them just go on their way and have nothing to do with him again. Right. And only one turns back a Samaritan mm. and, and goes back and, and, you know, just falls at his feet. Mm. And this is just one of the interesting things is there, there is, you know, wisdom in how we meet the needs of our brothers, but that can never be a cop out to the call to radical self-sacrifice right. that the cross, you know, yeah. puts over our life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly right. Um, you know, and it, I mean, I, I think another thing to take from this verse is that it, it says, if anyone has the world's good and sees his brother in need. Mm. So in order to see people in need, you actually have to just open your eyes to the needs of others. Yeah, yeah. And oftentimes you don't just, see someone in need by looking around. Mm. You have to actually ask questions about people. You have to show an interest in people. And so my wife, Jobeth, she is, I would say, the most amazing at this. Anybody that she meets, she just asks like a hundred questions right off the bat and gets to know their life story within minutes. And oftentimes we'll find out when they're they're struggling, when they're in need, when they just lost their job or, or whatever it is. And then others of us could talk to that same person and you're just talking about sports or something else and you never get down to any of that type of stuff. Yeah, and so yeah. I, I think there's a an aspect of this where in order to see a brother or sister in need, we have to like we have to get to know people. We have to be in relationship yeah. with people. Yeah. And we have to, you know, a great way to do that is like ask questions to people, like, but show a genuine interest in people where you yeah. get to know them. And then some of those needs will oftentimes come out Mm. and it provides you an opportunity to give to that brother or sister in need. Yeah. And, and, you know, just a quick word to the positive side of this, because it's not, you know, God's, God's commands are not meant to harm us, but for us to, to prosper in him. I, verse 19 and 20 has been really powerful for me. Hmm. Um, by this we shall know that we are by this, which is, you know, the verses that we're reading, we shall know that we are of the truth and reassure our heart before him. For whenever our heart condemns us, God is greater than our heart and he knows everything. Hmm. I think this is a great promise. When our lives begin to smell like the love of God, when we begin to embody 
the sacrifice that we have experienced in Christ, then our sense of dread and condemnation and our fear and our shame before God begins to disintegrate. And, and this is the power of abiding in God's love is that our hearts are reassured mm-hmm. in his love. And so this is not just some burdensome call to burn yourself out on other people and right. never be happy and never do what you want to do. Mm-hmm. This is a call to embody something that will actually allow you to experience a freedom and confidence that you will never have if you're mm-hmm. just living for yourself. Yeah, that's a that's a great word, man. And we, it's amazing, like how you always feel so fulfilled. Yeah, when you just take that step to to see other people in need, to meet those needs, to give sacrificially, to give generously to others, um, and, and I don't know, it just feels. And I think it's I think it's part of just feeling the the love of God in our hearts, like when we we know we're doing something so God honoring mm-hmm. that it's just it's like the warmth of God's love just like fills our hearts. Yeah. So, you know, I just realized I'm looking at the schedule. This is the Thanksgiving episode. Oh, okay. So happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. To the 10 people who are listening to this. Yeah. Be <laughs> thankful that you have opportunity to meet others' yeah, needs. That's a good uh, Thanksgiving word. I think it's that. a great Thanksgiving word. Yeah. Wow. Well, for Will Carlisle, I'm Barry Fisher. Thanks for listening to Our Daily Rhythm. I'm Jason Dees, one of the pastors of Christ Covenant, and Our Daily Rhythm is a ministry of our church designed to help you more faithfully and effectively meditate on God's Word. If you ever have a question for us about one of our Bible readings or one of your own Bible readings, please don't hesitate to text us at 404-465-1737. Again, that's 404-465-1737. Or email me directly at jason at christcovenant.com. We'll meet you again tomorrow for Our Daily Rhythm.